That is for Florida State, for the Florida State Seminoles, for getting hosed, absolutely hosed in the college football playoff rankings. I am boiling mad, Cole. Infuriated. What? I'm mad. What? Furious. What? Angry. What? Sad. What? Melancholy. What? I want to cry. What? Why Why won't they let them into the playoffs, Cole? What? Will they not let me into the playoffs with them? What? You're not even making sense. No, anymore. I'm not. I'm just upset. And I'm not even a Florida State fan. Um, <clears throat> for those of you who do not know the situation whatsoever, Alabama upset the number it's one rigged, team. It's rigged, Cole. It's rigged. I tell you it's rigged. Alabama upset the number one team in the nation. Hence them being voted in at number four. Florida State went undefeated for the entire season, won their conference championship by two scores, by two scores, and missed the playoffs. Everyone's seen it. Everyone's probably heard about it at this point. Um, we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about that, and then we're going to recap championship weekend um, and I get save into my for last, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Uh, So we're going to recap championship weekend for you guys, and then uh, we'll get into some preview of some bowls. Uh, For that, my name's Cole Connor. I'm Owen Spelling. And you're listening to the Panther Pod. I want to say that was kind of fun, Cole. I never have done the chop ever before. I'm not a Braves fan. I'm not a Florida State fan. So the chop that was it's very fun, actually. Very. Um, I was into it. That, that, that'll get you. That'll get you going real quick, there, Cole. I, I I I don't like that at all. I I would rather do this kind of motion. I mean, yeah, the the tiger paw is cool. The ti- the tiger pounce is cool. But yeah. like the chop. Okay. Oh, the third day. <laughs> Again, uh, I wish I wish we had a camera set up for these things. Maybe season four, we'll get yeah, a camera for this, and, four, and our YouTube channel list. will be up and running. But uh, the the third down motion, the third the third down stomp for uh, the JMU game, we were. Yep, uh, it's third down. Uh, it is it, it is it is it is third down for the college football playoff committees, and they did not convert. They did not convert. Okay, they botched it. Got a third and nineteen, third and long on that one. All right. Um. Anyways, before I get pumped up, and I'm going to get incredibly angry about this, I'm going to – let's do the recap because we weren't able to do that on Sunday because I had to take a trip up to uh, almost heaven, that being West Virginia. You know I listened to that song the other day on the way to Martinsville. Oh, did you really? Mm-hmm. Sing along to it, too. Oh, I appreciate it. I just want to let you know I was listening to – after I listened to the uh, – the war chant by FSU. I then proceeded to play neck and sing along with there you go. neck as well. So there you go. Did the whole motion as I'm driving to. <laughs> it's fun, ain't it? It is so <laughs> fun. Okay. Anyways, key matchups Friday night for the Conference USA champion, which I will. This will be also be in my argument for. Uh, this will also be used in my soapbox tonight for the playoff committee's decision. Liberty, for the first time ever, becomes Conference USA conference uh, com- becomes Conference USA champions, forty nine to thirty five against New Mexico State. Kind of a, a rough start there for the, for the Flames, uh, and a pretty solid start there for the Aggies of New Mexico State. Walking into halftime, it was tied at twenty one, and uh, 
it was quite a shootout. And, again, tied at the end of the first qu- fourth quarter there at 35, and then Liberty able to come out with the win, uh, pitch the fourth quarter shutout, and score 14 to gain um, to beat the Aggies, being Conference USA champions. Flames fans, they rushed the field. It was a great game. Caden Salter had 165 yard rushing yards and three total touchdowns. Uh, have yourself a day, young man. And Liberty, as a 13-0, they are considered – the best group of five team, and they are going to the Fiesta Bowl to play <laughs> who? The Oregon Ducks. And not just any old Oregon Ducks, the Bo Nix-led Oregon Ducks with Bucky Irving in the backfield as well. Congrats, Liberty. You did it. Aww. <laughs> it's, a good thing, it's a good thing you love Jesus because you'll need him on the sidelines. Yeah, it's going to be a rough one. Um, I hate that winning – that game allowed them to, you know, get obliterated by Oregon. But, I mean, you know, uh, it was overall a good win for the Flames. Uh, like you said, they pitched that fourth quarter shutout. Uh, New Mexico State came out gunning, though. Uh, Diego Pavia. Hold on, I just had his stats. Where are they at? Where are they at? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, he no. had 322 total passing yards. Oh, no. He was 21 for 35. He was 9.2 yards a pass, Cole, and he had four passing touchdowns. Uh, three passing touchdowns. Oh, um, three. My bad. Blaze. Oh, that's a name. That is a name. I've I've got to let this sit in for you. Are you ready? Yes. Blaze Berlowitz. Ooh, BB. For New Mexico State, was 10 for 19, 134 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, I believe Diego Pavia went down in the third quarter uh, with an unfortunate injury. Um, Pavia also had five carries, 45 yards, and a touchdown there. So four total touchdowns, three through the air, one on the ground. Um, Yeah, overall, good win for uh, the Flames. As you touched on, they get to uh, now go loose to Oregon. Yep. I I don't. Uh, w- I, let's see. Let's see. No. Let's don't write them no. off yet. No. Let's don't write them no. off yet. Owen. Let's Owen. No. Dude. All right. Tulane beat USC last year, and they had to go in a shootout. Okay. They did. And they won. No. Let's let's just see. I'm hopeful. Remember, as Jay always said. Oh, shout out Jay. He is in the yeah, booth. Shout out JTC. JT uh, Booth. Some applause. applause. Give him some applause. But as Jay says, Jay, what is it that you always say about Virginia? Oh, it's for champions. Thank you, Jay. He forgot his own saying. <laughs> Put him on the spot there. He got a little nervous. Into the booth he goes. <laughs> um, anyways, Liberty. Jay, why'd you jump the couch, dude? Liberty. Uh, absolutely dominant on the ground game. Almost 400 yards rushing the ball, Cole. 400 yards Almost 400 yards rushing the ball. They averaged eight yards a rush with five total rushing touchdowns. You know what that's called? That's big boy football right there. It's grown man football. Grown man football. Shout out West Virginia University on that. The number one rushing offense in the nation this year. Hmm. You know, if West Virginia and LSU uh, combined teams, we would have the best offense in college football. The absolute best offense in college football. Uh, Crap defense. Terrible defense. (laughs) 
but well, we, literally statistically the best offense in college football. We, would, we wouldn't even need a defense, yeah. okay? We'd, We'd be unstoppable. Score 70 every single game. 100%. <laughs> Let the other team like, score oh, 50. Oh, J- Jane's arm's hurt. Jane's arm's hurt. Uh, Garrett. Put in Donaldson. Put in Garrett Green. Run the dang ball. <laughs> Run the dang ball. Um, but great job for Liberty. They're going to go to a New Year's Six Bowl the first time ever in Flames history. Uh, way to go, Flames. Conference USA, your 2023 Conference USA champions. Um, now we are moving on. It's the final countdown. Arguably the saddest game of the weekend. Um... Honestly, very, very, very emotional scene. I hated that all the mascots were in the corner. Owen, go ahead. Botch. Fumbled. You fumbled. I fumbled. You fumbled. 100% fumbled. 100% fumbled. I'm fumbling You fumbled again. again. I'm turning blue to a fault. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That you recovered the ball for a brief second, and then you fumbled again. I, I did. There you go. Today we remember our fellow fellow friends. As it is the final, the final Pac-12 game that we will we will ever see. It was the last one. What a game it was, though. Washington upsets Oregon 34-31. to Becoming an undefeated conference champion in the college football Stop. playoffs. Stop. You're and saving not, it for last. It's not even the conference that they're going to be a part of anymore, either. Um, no, heck of a game uh, played by Washington. Heck of a game played by Oregon, too. Washington pitched a first-quarter shutout, 10-0. Uh, Oregon pitched a third-quarter shutout, 14-0 there. Washington was able to get the ball last and score 14 in the fourth quarter. Um, tremendous game from Bo Nix and Michael Penn. Well, not nearly as much as Michael Penix Jr., but again, tremendous game from Bo Nix, 21 for 34, 239 yards passing. Three touchdowns, one interception for him. Michael Penix Jr., 27 for 39, 319 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception. Who saved the game for Washington? Why, that would be Mr. Dylan Johnson. 28 carries, 152 yards on the ground, and two tutties for him. Have yourself a day, Dylan Johnson. And he ultimately really won them the game on that last drive, broke it big for a big first down, ended the game there for Washington. Washington also just didn't give Oregon enough time to even catch up. Washington had almost 40 minutes of time of, of total time of possession. They averaged or they ended the night with 37 minutes of time of possession compared to Oregon's 22 minutes. Washington had 481 total yards on the day. Oregon had 363. Washington had more passing yards and Washington had more rushing yards. Uh, Oregon actually was a little bit more explosive. Uh, averaging 6.7 yards per play versus Washington, 6.2. We'll see how Oregon matches up against Liberty. Meanwhile, 
in the New Year's Six Bowls, Washington is matched up against Texas. Say it with me, Cole. Horns Horns down. down. In the All-State Sugar Bowl in Caesar Superdome, New Orleans. You think uh, you think any anybody from Washington ever been down to Louisiana? Probably not. <laughs> well, no, probably yeah. Louisiana is a good tour spot. It is, but um, the Washington Huskies. Yeah, no, probably not. Um, no, a good matchup between number two Washington, number three Texas. We'll get to Texas's game here in a little bit. Um, R.I.P. the Pac-12. I mean, this was the best season for the Pac-12 in general and i think it i think all of those teams got together and said look this is it let's go out with a bang and they did i mean the bowl game was exciting or uh, their championship game was exciting the entire regular season was exciting um you hate it for oregon state and washington state but at go beeves s- go beeves go beeves dude my um, pack 12 champion your Pac-12 chip. They came close. They came really close. Um, if they wouldn't have lost to Washington State, you can make the case that they were Pac-12 champions. But officially, Washington does win the Pac-12 this year. Um, their next game is against number three, Texas. Horns down. Horns down. Um, yeah, good game. Owen, uh, you got any thoughts? Um, <clears throat> no, Oregon, uh, you're going to go to a New Year's Six Bowl. Washington, go beat the crap out of Texas. Please do it. I, the last thing I want, and I feel like these playoffs are almost rigged for it, is another Alabama-Texas <laughs> matchup. I don't want to see that. Like, nobody nobody, it nobody was does a, except for oh, ESPN. Yeah. It was an exciting matchup in the regular season. Don't get me wrong, but that's a game we've seen before this season. We you don't need, know what happened. We don't need a sequel. We don't need a sequel. Absolutely not. Um, but great job for for uh, Washington. Congratulations both on Oregon and Washington for a great season. Uh, they're headed to the Big Ten next year with UCLA and USC, Oregon State, and Washington State. They will be playing a Mountain West schedule. Not officially part of the Mountain West yet, but they will be playing a Mountain West schedule next year. They are uh, independent, if I'm not mistaken. I know they're playing a Mountain West schedule, but I, I think officially they are uh, independent or they're still a part of the Pac-12. Maybe. It's it's very confusing. Yeah. Um, we'll see come summertime. Yep. Washington Huskies are your 2023 final and forever Pac-12 champions. R.I.P. Cole, that's the last time that we will ever cover a Pac-12 game. That's wild. Like, we covered the Pac-12 so much, but, I mean, you know. It's been a great run. It's sad. Let us remember, uh, have some flashbacks of uh, Pac-12 games that we've covered. Yep, okay. Uh, (laughs) We've covered plenty of Pac-12 games. We've covered a lot of Pac-12 games. Pac-12 Panther Pod. Yeah. Triple P. Shout out. Triple P, Pac twelve. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to, I was trying to figure out where uh, the P was in twelve, but you know that that <laughs> twelve. That just kind of uh, shows where my mental state is headed into this uh, Panther Pod recording. Agreed. 
Owen. Why? Why did they have to do it? We have to talk about it. Why did they have to win it? Why did they have to win it? to talk about it. Who else? Who else was going to win this game? Let's be let's be really honest here. Because sure wasn't Oklahoma State. Owen, let's go ahead and get it out of the way. Horns, Horns down. down. Horns down. Um, number three, Texas beats Oklahoma State forty nine to twenty one to win the Big Twelve. An SEC team just won the Big Twelve. How does that make you feel? Owen? <laughs> you know how you know how I really feel. Is I am a I am so mad because Texas booed their players, booed Brett Yormark out of the building, started chanting SEC. Oh, I'm sorry. Did he kick you out of the conference? No, you no, voluntarily you, you left. You voluntarily left to try and wreck the conference, and then you then you like don't I from I I have never hated Texas and Alabama more than I did after this past weekend. Like I I genuinely despise them. They are on the same level of hatred that I have for Pitt and Virginia Tech. Oh wow. I mean utter utter disgust. And just anger. I, I mean, I, I cannot. I'm so angry. I can't think of any other words. Like, I, I am incredibly PO'd. Shout out to the WWE because that championship belt was sick. It was, and and also take her hand. It the was gong cool. hit the the gong hit for Oklahoma State when it walked in. Okay, yeah. and uh, take her handed Quinn Ewers the big t- again. This makes me so mad. They're leaving next year, and they get the Big 12 championship and the first freaking belt. Are you freaking serious? Also, Kale Gundy, Mike Gundy's son, has entered the transfer portal. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> that's so sad. That's that's a little rough. That's a little rough. Quinn Ewers on the day. I know you don't want to talk about it. but it, We have to. We have to. I can get through it. I'm a big boy. Are you? Um Quinn Ewers on the day, 35 for 46, 452 yards to the air, four touchdowns, one interception. Um, Texas absolutely dominated in all facets of the yeah. game. Time of possession, they had the ball for 40 minutes. It doesn't surprise me. Oklahoma State <laughs> didn't even get it to the 20-minute mark. Uh, Texas had 464 yards passing. They also had 198 yards rushing. Oklahoma State had 31 yards rushing the ball. It was 35-14 in halftime. Everyone knew how this game was going to go. I just think that Texas was trying to run it up as much as possible to secure their place in the college football playoffs. It's almost like like a one-loss conference champion. Just It just didn't appear it was going to be enough. It was almost like they needed to go undefeated. Oh, wait. They've got the Longhorn logo. It doesn't matter. They're going to get in regardless. Hey, Owen, you know that it's going to 12 teams next year. Yeah, 12 teams just for six SEC teams to get in. Well, get good. You're not it. Don't we're not going down this rabbit hole again. We 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 ended the year last year with a massive argument. We I will I will die on this hill. Um well too bad. Um, Alan Bowman had a good game for the Cowboys. Twenty oh, I don't like saying that. Um, the Cowboys playing in Arlington. Are you kidding me? Uh, Alan Bowman had see a good the Big game. Twelve wasn't rigged. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Bowman had uh, 
a good game for Oklahoma State. 22 for 38, 250 yards passing, three touchdowns, one interception. Um, Brennan Presley, nine receptions for 93 yards and a touchdown. And then Rashad Owens had four receptions, 85 yards, and, and two tutties on the day. Um, I don't even – I can't even say it because I know it's just going to take you off. Um, the Longhorns had 662 total yards on the day of offense, 464 through the air, 198 on the ground, average 7.6 yards per play, 33 first downs, 10 for 16 on third down, 2 for 2 on fourth down, um, ran 87 total plays, and punted the ball once. That that right there is wild. Uh, they did have that lone interception, but at the end of the day, it didn't matter. I hate it. I hate it just as much as you do because Texas is steadily proving that they can hang. Um, and I'm not excited for Texas to come to the SEC because that's just going to take the shine away from so many other teams like LSU. Like Alabama and Georgia, the only two teams that dominate that conference. Except for 2019, the best team that we have ever seen in college football. Thank you. I, I will always give you the credit of the 2019 team, okay? It was the best. It was, it was literally the best team we have ever seen in college football. I saw a stat the other day yeah. where someone tried to make the case that Cam Newton was a better college quarterback than Joe Burrow. Are you? It's only because he, they, he was a little bit more mobile than Joe yeah. Burrow. But like, even then, I, I will give my full flowers to Cam Newton. He was a tremendous quarterback. But at the same time, that's like saying Johnny Manziel was a better quarterback than Joe Burrow because he had one good season. Like, don't get me wrong, 2019 Joe Burr was a different animal oh, than 100%. 2018, 2017, 2016. Well, because he finally got to development under him. Yeah. He, he had, had that dog. He beat that dog. He beat that dog. He had that tiger in him. He Hmm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Topical. Very topical. We weren't talking about Virginia Tech. It's no. Okay. Oh. He, Jay, would you please would you please tell the audience what you told Cole not to say? Hey, what did I say? You you were talking about how how Cole. You you know what you said. Say it. Oh yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Shout out JTC in the booth. Way to shut him down. Applause. Pissing Applause me off, Jay. Pissing me off. <laughs> I'm already pissed off. Can you even say that? We're an SFW podcast. That's not a cuss word. Pissed? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, here we are. Um. Texas, as we oh touched well. on. Oh, well, too bad. Bye, Rocco. Um, Texas is moving on to face Washington in the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. Uh, Oklahoma State. I'm trying to see. They are not going to a New Year's Six Bowl. They are not going to a New Year's Six Bowl. Hold on. Ain't going to happen. They are playing Texas A&M in the Texas Bowl. Nice. So, uh, not the Red River shootout, but, you know, another team from The Texas. Walmart brand and version. <laughs> the Walmart brand. <laughs> we have the Red River rivalry at home. The Red River rivalry at home. We <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that got a pop out of you. I love it. It's not the Red River rivalry. It's the Red River Creek. <laughs> it's the Clearwater Creek. It's the. It's the red. It's the Blue Creek rivalry. Blue. Cr- um, uh, no, that should be a great. good matchup. Texas A&M and Oklahoma State are both two very high-powered uh, offenses. It'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. Yep. Uh, two former Big 12 foes going at it for the first time. Uh, one Horns more. down. Yeah, one more. Horns down. Um, however, unfortunately, for the last time that we will ever say this, Texas is your 2023 Big 12 champions with a massive horns, horns down. Don't like them. Never have. You know another team that I don't like either, that I hate just as much as you do now? <sighs> Disgusting. Disgusting. Absolutely behavior. sickening. Sickening behavior. I cannot believe that the Alabama Crimson Tide beat the Georgia Bulldogs. I refuse to believe it. It didn't happen. It did not happen in my head. But here we are. Georgia's twenty-nine game. Got math. Uh, Georgia's twenty-nine game win streak has come to an end. <sighs> Alabama wins twenty-seven to twenty-four. Uh, UGA sold in the second quarter, uh, putting up a complete and total shutout. There, Alabama was leading in halftime, seventeen to seven. Extended the lead to twenty to ten. Capitalized 27-24, holding off the comeback attempt. I will give very high credit to Jalen Milrow. 13 for 23, 192 yards passing, two touchdowns. Roydell Williams, 16 carries, 64 yards, and a tutty there as well. Beyond that... I'm good. That's it. Um, That's Carson, Carson Beck uh, also. Carson Beck had a good game, 21 for 29, 243 yards passing. Just wasn't able to put it in the end zone. Nope. Couldn't put it in the end zone. Kendall Milton, he carried um, this Georgia team. 13 carries, 42 yards, two touchdowns. Carson Beck also had eight carries for negative two yards and a touchdown on the ground as well on that QB sneak. Um. This Georgia team, and did you watch this game or no? Uh, uh, yes, I did watch this game. Okay. Was Sarah nonetheless? Oh, yeah. She, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was incredibly disappointed. Yeah. I me love too. her so me much. Too. Me too. You you sent me the video. I'm, I'm remembering that now. Um, no. Shout out my beautiful, wonderful fiance, Sarah Ellis. Who pulled for Alabama during this game? Mm. Oh. Okay. Oh, no. She, she said it. She gave, she fully said she it. She gave a big old roll tide on that one. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it either. Um. Well, I mean, they are the <laughs> SEC champions. Oh, okay, okay. I was getting ready to say Jay, Jay, Jay turning heel on us here, Cole. Jay turning heel on us. We we really need to get Jay a headset just so that way he has it on and like we can just catch it. Okay. Every once in a while. Every yeah. once in a while, because JTC will spout off and it's in it's gold. It's gold. Georgia. Had more passing yards. Alabama ran the football better. Georgia had more total yards. 321 to Alabama's 306. When you have 15 yards difference, it does not matter. Not in this kind of game. Georgia was the more explosive team. 5.4 yards per play versus Alabama's 4.8. 
Alabama had 20 first downs, uh, were terrible on third down, three for 13. Uh, Georgia was four for 12. Both teams converted two fourth downs, uh, the only ones they did. Uh, Bama punted five times. Georgia punted, punted four. Uh, messy game for the Bulldogs, five penalties for 56 yards, and a lost fumble. Uh, time of possession, Bama had 31 minutes. Uh, Georgia had 29. So it was about as even as a game as you can get. But at the same time, this is a – and I, I, I feel like a lot of people aren't realizing this because of how much disappointment there is on the playoff committees, and we'll, we will get into it. We will get into it. How much disappointment there is uh, just surrounding everything with college football right now. Georgia hasn't lost a game in over two years. And Alabama snapped that. Whether you despise them or not, you have to. And I'm gonna quote. I'm gonna quote. Uh, I almost said Woman Reigns. Uh, Roman <laughs> pulled the Cody Woods there. Uh, I'm gonna quote Roman Reigns here. You have to acknowledge that fact. Alabama beat a team that has not lost in two years, and I hate saying that. I despise saying that because several of those wins for Georgia were against LSU. I'll say especially one of, those, one, of, one of those wins. One of those wins. Two. Oh, you had two. Mm. Yep. I was giving you the benefit of the doubt. I appreciate that. Thank you. But no, factually, LSU lost twice to Georgia. <laughs> it's fine. I'm good. Um, Alabama is your. Mm, nope, can't say it. Alabama is your. Hmm. Yep, it feels wrong. It feels wrong. Alabama is your 2023 mm. SEC champs. Mm. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Just it like just it stings like, the nostrils. Yeah. Um, going to bowl picks here. Alabama is playing number four. Alabama, and we will get to it here in a second. Let me at him. We will literally get to it. Let me at him. After I finish this one bit, Alabama number four is playing number one Michigan in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. The two teams that should not be playing in the Rose Bowl. It should be Washington and Texas. Let's let's be really honest there. Should be um, Washington, Michigan, because it's a Pac-12 versus Big Ten. Yeah, that makes sense. But, no, it's Big Ten, SEC, and the Rose Bowl. Who'd have thunk? Um, number four, Alabama's playing number one, Michigan. And then Georgia is playing Georgia is playing Florida State in the Orange Bowl. Again, we will get to it literally right now. Um, should be a good matchup on both sides. It'll be interesting to see how Alabama fares against Michigan because Michigan has kind of transitioned into that de facto – Eater of worlds, you know, harbinger of doom now that Georgia has a loss to them. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on. Speaking of Michigan, <laughs> speaking of Michigan, Michigan had a. Uh, I feel they, so bad for the uh, golf bar. Had, did you, have you seen that? No. So I there was it. a golf bar uh, while the game was on. Oh, yes. I did see this. Yes. If you had a tea time during the game, they would pour until Iowa scored. <laughs> and Iowa got shut out. 
pray for those people in Iowa. Yeah. Uh, um, no, completely and totally predictable, but at the same time, good win for the Wolverines. Yep. Uh, Michigan time traveled back to 1920, and the score became 20. And, and Michigan wins. They beat Iowa for the Big Ten championship, 26 to nothing. Yep. The Big Ten West once again loses the conference title game and does not har does not harbor a Big Ten. They go out with hardly any Big Ten championships. Uh, JJ McCarthy on the day. <laughs> this is just a sad stat. JJ McCarthy, twenty-two for thirty, a hundred and forty-seven passing yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Blake Corum, sixteen carries, fifty-two yards, two touchdowns. Um, I'm trying to see. How Michigan? Oh, yeah, that's why. Uh, Jay Turner, their kicker, had 14 points. James Turner, four for four with a long of 50, scoring 14 points for the Wolverines. As far as Iowa goes, oh, this is sad. Deacon Hill was 18 for 32 with 120 yards passing. His average, <laughs> his average, uh, Yards gained passing call, 3.8. Hey, if you do that three times, you have a first down. Statistically. Statistically speaking. Didn't work. Nope. LaShawn Williams, their lead rusher, 25 yards. Nine carries, 25 yards. Caleb Johnson. Oh, why did I pull up ESPN? Six carries, 14 yards. Caleb Brown, two carries, 10 yards. Uh, Jay Patterson, one carry, two yards. That's sad. That is just this. Uh, it just bums you out. Yeah, it's sickening. <laughs> it's it's disgusting. Uh, Michigan, two hundred and thirteen total yards on the day. Iowa, one hundred and fifty-five. Michigan had one hundred and forty-seven passing yards. Iowa had one hundred and twenty. Michigan only had sixty-six rushing yards. Iowa had thirty-five. Michigan averaged 3.3 yards per play. Iowa, 2.8. Michigan had 13 first downs, uh, 3 for 15 on third down. Again, absolute abysmal, but it didn't matter. Uh, Iowa, 4 for 15. Iowa went for three times on fourth down, and three times they sucked. Michigan ran more total plays. Iowa punted the ball seven times versus Michigan, six. Uh, Iowa had seven penalties for 46 yards and lost three fumbles. Oof. Oof. Michigan had 36 minutes and 32 seconds time of possession. Iowa, 23 minutes, 28 seconds. I, like, this was a literal football game from the 1920s pulled up into the 2020s. Like, if you wanted a hundred, I, I didn't, I wasn't aware Michigan was doing a hundred year throwback challenge this weekend, but hey, I mean, it I was been doing it all year. Yeah. Literally. Um, no, Michigan's your Big Ten champions. Uh, unsurprising there. They go on to match up against Alabama in the Rose Bowl, as we talked about. Uh, let's see where Iowa plays. Iowa. Oh, there's JMU. Go Dukes. Go Dukes. Go Dukes. Oh. Oh. Uh, Iowa is playing in. Hold on. I'm pulling it up here. Do, 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 do. You know, do, you can help do, instead of just doing the. Do, da, do, 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 do. Iowa is playing Tennessee in the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. 
Oof. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. This is not the Tennessee team that we saw last year with Hendon Hooker and Jalen Hyatt. But, um, yeah, that's a bad beat. That's a bad beat for the Hawkeyes. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. You lose to Michigan, it's, and you're going to be another LSU Purdue game yeah. all over again, sixty-two to seven. Purdue, what, what happened? happened? Uh, I, I played the Tigers, the, the Bayou Bengals, the down Bayou in Bengals. down in Baton Rouge. <sighs> Owen, Michigan is your Big Ten champions. You know what that means. And they are also the number one team in the country. It, unsurprisingly. Honestly, at this point, Michigan has deserved to be number one for a while. Um, we all kind of saw that Georgia – like, we – I I don't know about you guys, but I felt like Alabama this year kind of reminded us that they still exist. Mm -hmm. And I hate saying that. Um, but Georgia was in a down year compared to last year with Stetson Bennett. And I that's very fair to say. Um, go ahead. Uh, Michigan is your number one, uh, is your number one team, and as we all know, Connor Stallion should really win Coach of the Year for the Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> oh, is that not his head coach? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, ooh, he may be next year because you know Harbaugh's gone. <laughs> um, Owen, it's that time. I'm getting on my soapbox. It's I'm, I'm, I'm pulling out, it up. I'm, I'm wheeling out. Up. I'm wheeling out the soapbox for you. The Florida State Seminoles win the ACC championship, sixteen to six. Rough game for the Seminoles, but they are undefeated conference champions, and they won it with. With their their starter call, their starting quarterback. No, they, they, no. That oh, so they obviously won it with their second string. Uh no, actually. Uh, that's right. It was their third string that they won with. Brock Glenn. Brock Glenn. Did he win the game for the Seminoles? Absolutely not. That defense did. <laughs> but yeah. he, Brock, let, let me. No touchdowns. No interceptions. Right? Okay. Here's where it gets bad. <laughs> 55 yards passing in arguably one of the best tuned passing attacks besides LSU in the country. Eight completions on 21 attempts. Eight passes for 55 yards. Good God. However. He also, he also had negative six rushing yards. Oh, yeah, excuse me. No touchdowns there. Um, however, Lawrence uh, Toafili, I always have a hard time with uh, Pacific Islander last names, and I apologize. I know I just butchered that. Ten carries, 118 yards, and one tutty for the Seminoles. Just a little tutty. Um, Louisville in this game, Jack Plummer did not play good. Did not play nearly Sold. as good as what he has all season long. 14 for 36, 111 passing yards, one interception. Uh, you can make the exact same case for Jawar Jordan. 
14 carries, 52 yards, no touchdowns. Um, I'm not going to say that this was a bad win for Florida State. Florida State should have rolled Louisville. Now, they had granted, a, granted, yeah, they had a they, they were in a pretty precarious situation. I thought they did pretty good beating them by two scores in the situation that they one hundred percent. Their situation this year, I feel so bad for Florida State, but still, <laughs> that defense should have carried them to the playoffs. Leg- oh, oh, oh. It should have, shouldn't it? Yeah. It didn't. Florida State. Look, let's let's go into team stats before you before you blow your lid here. Florida State had 219 total yards on the day. Louisville had 188. Louisville had 111 passing yards versus Florida State's 55. Um rushing the ball. Florida State recovered well, 164 on the ground. Louisville had 77. Neither team was explosive. Both teams had right around uh, 10 first downs. Um, Florida State was 2 for 16 on third down. Louisville was 3 for 18. Both teams did not convert a fourth down. Uh, Both teams punted the ball nine times. Louisville had five penalties for 48 yards. Florida State had three penalties for 20. Uh, Louisville had that one lone interception. Florida State had the ball for 31 minutes and 28 seconds. Louisville had it for 28-32. Florida State are your undefeated ACC champions. Owen, I'm turning the soapbox over to you. Go ahead. As Cole said, Florida State is your 2023 ACC champions. So rightfully so, they should be one of the four teams in the college football playoffs. As it stands, the four teams that are going to the playoffs are number one, Michigan. Agree? Agreed. Agreed. Number two, Washington. Agreed? I would have put them at three, but at that point it does not matter. doesn't matter. Okay. They're undefeated. They're a conference champ. Yes. Number three, Texas. Agreed. Because of their win over Alabama. I agree that they should have been in the playoffs, but they would not have been my original number three. They should be four. They should be four. Number four is Alabama. Cole, is your your LSU pocket feel a little light tonight? A little bit. A little bit? Yeah, it's probably because the SEC paid off ESPN there a little bit. That's that's probably why it feels a little bit light tonight. Because let me tell you something, Cole. (laughs) Let me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you something, brother. Okay. Your top four, Michigan, Washington, Texas, and Alabama, in that in that order. Coming in at number five is undefeated, 13-0, Florida State. So, so wait, there's one team with one loss in the playoffs? There, no, 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 there's, there's two teams. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. That's right, because the Pac-12 committee – or I'm sorry, not Pac-12 committee, the uh, playoff committee cannot stand not having an SEC, or uh, better yet, uh, their wallets cannot stand having an SEC champion in that, uh, <clears throat> an SEC champion in the um, uh, uh, playoffs. Okay. Cole, 
Georgia's strength of schedule, and I'm going to tell you where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Georgia's on. strength of schedule was 45th in the country. West Virginia's was five over that. West Virginia was 40, had the 40th strongest schedule in the country. LSU. Mm-hmm. Keep on going up there, bud. I am. I am. LSU was 14th. You know who was on their schedule? Florida State. You know who was on Georgia's schedule? Ball State, UT Tech. Okay. Um, I, I, I want to read off some uh, some games here. <clears throat> Florida State. I'm just glad you're not mad at LSU. I'm not mad at LSU because LSU. While we, th- while we did have our cupcake games like every other SEC team does, we also played Florida State. Um. Let me read. Uh, let me read you off this schedule here. Um, I'm. I'm currently here. We go. This schedule. I'm. I'm struggling here. I'm not fumbling. I'm not. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. This. Do this do team. Do this. This. <laughs> Get this, rid of it. This team beat a group of five team, seventeen to three. A bad group of five team. This group of five team uh, went uh, on the year. I went know six and six. I know where you're going with this, and I'm not going to stop you. This this group of five team went six and six on the year. Okay. Um, this team that uh, this team also played a a team who's going to uh, a bowl eligible team. Okay, who fired their head coach at the end of the season. 26 to 20. This team also was in a shootout with a team that couldn't even make it to a bowl game. It wasn't even close. 24-21. Needed a miracle to win that one. Needed a miracle to win that one. This team also lost to a bottom top 20 team, 34 or not not lost, they barely won to a top 20 team, 34-20. Not uh not to backtrack for a second while you're in the middle of making your point. I agree. Um, there, there was another team that like beat down that twenty four twenty one team, right? There was. Yeah, like, there was pretty pretty solid. Pretty pretty soundly. Okay, got yeah. a trophy out of it. Yeah. Um, and then this team also against their biggest rival had to pull it out of their butt to win this game twenty seven twenty four. This team also was demolished. By New Mexico State. This team barely went 6-6. Six and six. I can understand why Florida State getting, didn't get into the playoffs with that strength of schedule. Oh, wait. That was Alabama. That's right. Alabama got taken down to the wire by USF. Alabama got taken down to the wire by Ole Miss. Granted, good team. They got taken down to the wire by Arkansas, who went 3-9 and nine this year. They got taken down to the wire by Tennessee, who went eight and four and is playing Iowa in the Cheez It Bowl. This Alabama team Citrus Bowl. Citrus Bowl, whatever. This Alabama team went down to the wire and almost lost the Iron Bowl. Make it make sense, Cole. Yes, they beat the number one team in the country. Props to Alabama for doing that. Okay? They beat a team whose strength of schedule was forty fifth in the country. Florida State beat LSU, demolished them. Yeah. I'm sorry, no, but they did. It, it's they the demolished, truth. beat Clemson, they beat Louisville 
with their third-string quarterback, who was 10-2 at the time. They, Florida State beat a 10-2 team with their third-string quarterback. They went 3-0 after their starting quarterback went down with a broken leg with a career-ending injury. This makes no sense. The ACC is a Power 5 conference champion, but you know how it makes sense? Who is the biggest moneymaker in the SEC? Alabama. Alabama. Who is ESP <laughs> JMU. Who is ESP I wish. <laughs> Who is ESPN ba- paying top dollar for right now? Alabama. Alabama. The SEC, okay? Who is making the most money for ESPN right now? I, I wish um Alabama. Alabama. Or Georgia. You or Georgia. Interchange. Overall, what's that patch on their shoulder to say? SEC. SEC. Don't tell me this bull crap that it's not rigged. It is 100% rigged. 100% rigged. And don't come at, do not come at me saying it's not rigged. Alabama had a better strength of schedule. They ha- Yes, I will give you that. Alabama had a stronger schedule than Florida State. There you go. They beat the number one team in their conference title game. Agreed? Agreed. Agreed. Okay? They were more physical than Georgia. Florida State went 13-0. and They did not have a blemish on their record. You know what Alabama had? A blemish. They had a loss, a two-score loss to a Texas team, to a number three Texas team. Okay? Florida State went 13-0. and why play the games if you're going to put in Alabama regardless? This argument was made over the weekend, and it was the dumbest argument I have ever heard. The, your, it, it, some people view it, or this person viewed uh, a playoff or viewed a national championship as invalid or as uh, not well-deserved if an SEC team, if they did not have to go through Alabama or Georgia. That's stupid. It is incredibly stupid. It is incredibly stupid. I they were not the best. I, let me sorry. Yeah, go ahead. They were not. Here's the thing: if you want to say best teams, Georgia should be in, not Alabama. Yes. If you want to say best teams, I'm fine putting Alabama in because as it stands right now, Alabama is the better team. However, it is utter and complete bullcrap that Florida State did not get in because what's the point of playing a season-long game if you're just going to put Alabama or Georgia in regardless? And by the way, dropping Georgia all the way down to six? Are you freaking kidding me? The playoff committee already made their bed before this happened. Regardless if Florida State was going to lose or win, or if Alabama was going to lose or win, they were keeping Florida State out of the playoff. Okay regardless if they were going to lose or win they were going to keep them out they were going to or they were uh, excuse me they were going to put an SEC team in regardless if georgia wins we don't have this conversation yes we don't have this conversation florida state gets in and texas is left out yes ultimately that's what happens mm-hmm. okay because texas got a loss to oklahoma who didn't even make it to their conference championship game but to give me this excuse that because you're starting quarterback is down with an injury means you can't go play for a national championship. Hey, newsflash, CFP, the first year you had a championship game, they the national title team won it with a third-string quarterback. Yeah. Whose name, by the way, Cardale Jones. Anybody forget that? They didn't come here to play school. Okay? Florida State got hosed, 
absolutely freaking hosed. Okay? Might as well call the fire department because that's where they needed that the water hoses were out on that one. Okay? A- absolutely ridiculous. All right. They need a fire department put out this blazing, burning fire that the CFP committee is. This not only did it just absolutely destroy the confidence of Florida State. They now have to go play Georgia, who arguably could, is one of the best teams in the country. Yeah. Okay. And so happened they didn't lose their con- they lost their conference championship. I agree they should not be in. Okay. But Florida State won their conference, and the CFP committee could not stand not having an SEC team in there. It is 100%. I also heard this. Alabama should get the benefit of the doubt because they've been good past years. Doesn't matter what you've done in the past years. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I don't care. This is all TV revenue. This is all it is. It might as well be WWE as predetermined as this was. Okay? This is utterly ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. This, I... When do you want me to start chanting what? I'm, I'm not, I, I, I literally. I mean, the CFP committee needs to be abolished. What? Go back to the BCS. What? I'm tired of this. What? It is rigged. It is corrupt. What? All right? Nothing is more corrupt than college football. Ah! <laughs> there are a few things that are a little bit more corrupt than college football, but it is so blatant, so blatant, yet you lie about it. You lie about it. It is utter and complete Bull crap. And I'm tired. This is something that genuinely makes me not want to watch. Yeah. Because then it's because then I look at it. Okay? I look at it. West Virginia, juices for example. West Virginia next year say we go undefeated. We go 13 and 0. And we win our conference. LSU's got one loss and they beat Georgia in the playoff. And they beat and they beat. Who's getting in, Cole? They're not looking at LSU. They're they're not looking at if if LSU's got – they're not looking at stats. They're not looking at if Garrett Green had a Heisman winning season. No, they're going to look at that patch on their chest plate. And you said this before the, you said this before the podcast, that, that it's not going to matter. A 12-team playoff is going to fix all this. No, it's not because you're going to get six SEC teams in there because you know why? Because ESPN controls the playoffs, and they also are paying money for the SEC. The SEC is going to get in regardless. In years past, there's been an excuse. There's been somebody lost or somebody beat somebody else head-to-head. Alabama beat so-and-so head-to-head, so they've got to get put in. Okay? There's been excuses. This is just blatant corruption right here. I agree with you that Florida State deserved that number four spot. They more than deserved it. They earned it. Regardless of your quarterback situation, regardless of anything, you are an undefeated Power 5 conference champion. You just told Florida State, you just told Florida State that Cincinnati was a more deserving champion than than a Power 5. You just told told them that a group of five champion. Oh, and another thing. Sorry, sorry. Let me continue with this. Another thing. Undefeated doesn't matter. Okay, why is Liberty in the why is Liberty in the New Year's Six Bowl not SMU? Yeah. Why did it matter that Liberty won all their games with a hundred and thirty third strength of schedule? They went thirteen and zero. Why do they get to go play in a New Year's? So you, so you're gonna flip flop like it is so blatantly obvious what happened here. It is so incredibly stupid. 
This was such a black mark on the sport. And it makes me so freaking mad. This is... Oh, and I don't even I don't even like any of these teams. I can't stand Texas, but they should have they absolutely should have gotten in. Let let's be let's be real clear here. In this CFP, I'm cheering for Washington. 100%. I can't stand Alabama. Horns down all the way on Texas. Absolutely. Michigan sucks. I hate Michigan with a passion. I'm telling you right now, I hope they blow out Alabama, though. Yeah, 100%. I hope it's a Michigan-Washington CFP. Agreed. It won't happen because of the, as you said, corruption of the CFP committee. And if they get to the point to where they're rigging individual games, which I personally think they're already doing, but if they get to that, all that's going to set up is a rematch between Texas and Alabama. No one wants to see that. We already saw that in the regular season this year. The points that I'm going to make to your argument on your soapbox, as you said, before the podcast started, I did say this is the perfect example as to why we need a 12-team playoff. While I understand that, as okay, as an SEC fan, it is hard for me to make a case against my own conference. That being said, this year, LSU wouldn't make it. In the SEC this year, what teams would you put in a 12-team uh, conference playoffs? Our 12-team playoffs for the CFP. What teams would I put in? Yeah. In the SEC. Let's just look at SEC. Okay. In the 12-team, I would put Alabama in. They yes. are an SEC champion. 100%. I would put Georgia in. Yep. Okay. Uh, Mizzou, I would put in. Yeah. Ole Miss I, as well. They are 10-2. and two with I would Mizzou's not put Mizzou in. Two, Mizzou's two losses are to LSU. LSU and Alabama. LSU and Alabama. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, no, LSU and Georgia. LSU and Georgia. Um, Missouri's yeah, in the East. Yeah, yeah, LSU and Georgia. Excuse okay, me. Okay, Ole Miss, their two losses are to Georgia and Alabama. Ole Miss, I would put in. Uh, let's see. I would put in, I know this hates to say, I, I know you, you really hate to say it. I would put in Louisville. They mm. made their conference championship game. Maybe. I, 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 I know those aren't SEC teams. But out of those, those are the SEC teams I'm putting in. Okay. Ole Miss, Mizzou, Georgia, Bama. Okay. That's four. Okay. Regardless. Those are all double-digit win seasons. Yeah. And valid. Valid strength of schedule. Oh, God. Okay. All those four teams that you listed – either beat each other or beat quality teams in the Southeastern Conference. That I can understand. I cannot understand putting in Alabama, who has a loss to someone in the playoffs already. I can't, I can't justify it. I, can't I, ju- I literally can't. Um, no, I agree with you 100%. Playing devil's advocate for one slight second, and I'm not trying to say this to argue with you. 
the only reason that Alabama got into the playoffs was because of corruption in the CFP committee. I'll, I'll say that. However, Alabama or Georgia in the playoffs versus Florida State, to me, with Florida State's current situation, and I'm not trying to make the case for the CFP, as a fan, I don't want to watch Florida State's third-string quarterback throw four interceptions in a semifinal. But he's not going to be playing. It would be Tate Rodemaker because he would be back after okay. concussion protocol. So I don't want to see Tate Rodemaker throw two interceptions and two touchdowns. I want to see these teams at their absolute best going into the semifinals. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because that Ohio State team with Cardell Jones – Lucked out. They said, oh, my God. Cardell, fantastic. Florida State proved this week that they do not have a productive offense without Jordan Travis and without Tate Rodemaker. That's it. Like, end of story. I am not trying to justify what happened to them. I'm saying my personal preference as a fan. I would rather watch good football, no matter who's playing. And I cannot stand three of the teams in the CFP. Let me remind you of that. However, yeah, horns down. I wish there was something like that for Michigan. I'm sure there is. Or something like that for Bama. Well, I mean, I, I can't say what I would say, but, you know. Um, Bazinga on that one, Jay. Um, you can't, eh, that's like 2013. I, you can't say Bazinga anymore. Um, no, I would rather, <laughs> I would rather watch good football than have a repeat of what happened last year in the playoffs. But you forget. With, I do. You for- and I understand what you are going to say. I do. I get it. I would rather watch Michigan, Texas. Texas, Washington. Mm. JMU, free JMU. Go Dukes. I would rather watch those teams play at their absolute best than than a team that is walking into the playoffs with a backup quarterback. I'm not saying that the CFP was justified. I am just saying my personal preference as a fan. I will say as my, my personal preference, I, I don't. Because I'm tired of seeing at least one of the same four teams get in every year, whether it be Clemson, Bama, Georgia, or Michigan, okay, or Ohio State for that matter. Okay, I'm tired of seeing them get in always. And now we know it was there was a reason they got in. It wasn't because of the record. It was because they just lucked out and didn't have a situation like this before. Yeah. Okay? Um, I don't. I care less if they're at their best. Florida State deserved this. No, and I'm saying that. Yeah. Like, I I agree Florida State deserved to get in. But why play the games if you're going to look at it and go, Florida State's not the best. I don't think they're going to be that great this year. Let's just go ahead and have the play. What's the point of playing the game? Yeah. What's the – No. Florida State is infinitely popular. 
J- yeah. The CF- yeah. Uh, again, I, we I need agree. a headset for Jay because he's yeah. not getting any of this on the mic. He's making valid points here. Jay just said what I think we were both trying to say is like, oh, this is essentially a popularity contest. 100%. Which it is. It is. Um, and again, I truly hate it because I am an SEC fan. Like, till the day I die. Go Tigers. But if LSU was in the exact same situation as Alabama is right now, you wouldn't see me a shred of sympathy for Florida State. <laughs> why Why should you? Yeah. But also, it should not matter what is to come in the future. That is for the games to decide. That is for the field to decide. For all we could care is Tate Rodemaker lights Michigan up, and they go win a national championship. Yeah, he could. It's not, it's not fair to say that, oh, Florida State – gets to, you know, oh, Florida State, they wouldn't win it anyway, so we're not going to put them in. No, that's not fair. Why why even start 13-0? and 0? What's the point of playing the games then? What's the point of playing the games? I, I'm just so incredibly fed up because this right here exposes the corruption of the CFP. And you know what angers me even more is that the NCAA can't do a daggum thing about it. Nope. And they won't. Nope. And they won't because they don't have the power to. And now, now for some odd reason, it's possibly going to destabilize the SC, or the ACC. Yeah, because now all of a sudden you're saying, "Oh, okay, well, I went 13 and 0, won my conference championship, a Power Five conference championship, and all of a sudden I'm on less ground than what Cincinnati was two years ago." And even this year, Cincinnati had a strength of schedule that was tougher than Georgia's. Well, going into next season, thankfully. Have you seen Georgia and Alabama schedules? I have not seen Georgia and Alabama schedules. They are brutal. Good. Good. They I'm same with LSU's. <laughs> we may win six games. I, I am so glad that Georgia can finally don't Maybe. don't don't give me this Georgia's the best team. And they are. I think I think one hundred percent they have been the best team for two years in a row. And honestly, they just got out they they were out physicaled on uh they were out physicaled this year, okay? This year, they played. Here's a list of their their games. They start off the year with UT Martin, then played Ball State, then played a non-bowl eligible South Carolina, then played UAB, then played a barely, barely won against a bowl eligible Auburn, demolished a middle-of-the-road Kentucky, uh, was in not a shootout, but kind of a closer than one expected with Vanderbilt, Okay. They played Florida, a good Mizzou team, blew out a good Ole Miss team. Uh, Tennessee, who was kind of on a down year, was in a shootout with Georgia Tech and then lost to Alabama. Don't tell me you look at that schedule and go, oh, yeah, that's 100% the best team right there. Toughest schedule there ever is. No. Tell, come back to me after next year. Georgia probably will have to maybe maybe have a couple losses on their hands after after next year. Yeah. Let's let's look at their schedule for next year. Georgia's football schedule. I'll pull up Bama's. Thank you. Georgia Georgia uh, football schedule, SEC conference schedule for next year. Here are their opponents. Let me find Georgia here. They play Auburn, Florida, Mississippi State, and Tennessee. Those are all home games. Their away games are Alabama, Kentucky, Ole Miss, and Texas. Even then, they get off light. They get off on a bad Auburn team, a bad Florida team, a t- 
terrible Mississippi State team and then an okay Tennessee team. Okay? Alabama is going to be a tough one. Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky. They're middle of the road. They're doing better. Okay? Then they get in a good Ole Miss team, and they get a good Texas team. Alabama schedule for next year, Western Kentucky, USF, and this is in order. Western Kentucky, USF. All home games, I assume, on those yes. two. Yeah. At Wisconsin, Georgia, at Tennessee, at LSU, Mercer at home, at Oklahoma, Auburn at home, Mizzou at home, South Carolina at home, and at Vandy to finish out the season. It is tougher than what it was this year. But that's still not a Mercer, row. USF, and Dub KU. That is wild. Do you know what West Virginia's schedule is to start off the year next year? Hmm. Penn State at home. Oh. We we get Albany at home. Then we got to travel to Pitt, another Power Five. We play two p- Power Five. You know who we kick off the season next year against? Who? USC. No defense on the bright side. In Las Vegas. And no Caleb Williams, by the way. No Caleb Williams. Hey. hey. Uh, <laughs> things, things are looking up. Things are looking up. But, are you, I mean, you're really going to tell me, Georgia, hey, that is the toughest schedule. That, like, that SEC schedule is just a gauntlet. Are you kidding me? That looks like no. That's, that's just some other conference right there. That is some other conference. We don't play Auburn next year. You don't play Auburn next year, okay? That's just a sun, that's some other conference. And, oh, Oklahoma's on the schedule. Well, guess what? Oklahoma's on our schedule for the past ten years. Ooh. Beat them once. Um, (laughs) We saw that. We did see that. Hey, but we played them close several times. All right. But uh, are are you really going to tell me? I understand what you are saying. But people are really going to. SEC's strength of schedule is a joke. It is a joke. Because of our out-of-conference games. But not even out-of-conference. And most of the in-conference games for Georgia and Alabama. SEC However, it was better than this year. Their it, schedule this year it is better. was a joke. It was an absolute joke. For Georgia joke. and Alabama. It was an absolute joke. Same with it. Kind of with LSU, but like not really. But you played Florida State and yeah. got blown out. Yeah. We took that we took that loss. You took that crustacean oh. Oh wait. Florida State took the crustacean W. Uh, that actually makes sense because Jameis played for Florida State. Um, but the S- this SEC schedule I'm looking at, these are normal teams. Florida plays Kentucky, y'all, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, y'all. Georgia, Mississippi y'all. State, Tennessee, and Texas. Guess what? I played Texas as well. In a, I would play Texas, Oklahoma year in and year out. Okay? We beat Texas several years. We own that series, buddy. We own that series. Horns down. Okay? Mizzou. They get Arkansas, Auburn, Oklahoma, and Vanderbilt. Then they get Alabama, Mississippi State, South Carolina, Texas A&M. That is a normal college football. The, the only reason, the only reason SEC scheduling looks like it's top tier is because SEC or ESPN pays for it to look top tier. Yeah. That's the only reason. Yeah. The only reason. It is not top tier. It is the same as everyone else. It is not top tier. Yeah, you throw in a few good teams here and there. You may have more 
top, maybe a little bit top tier teams than everybody else with Georgia, Alabama, LSU on the occasional, kind of bouncing around up there. Okay. Other than that, no. Are you freaking kidding me? Texas A&M, joke. No. Middle of the room. Missouri has been a massive joke up until this year. Florida is a joke. Yeah. South Carolina is a joke. Okay. Vanderbilt. <laughs> they might as well be the jester for the SEC. Okay. Auburn. Yeah, we got to get our GPA up somehow. We got to get a GPA up somehow. Those rookie are rookie numbers. numbers. You got to pump up. Mississippi Jinx. State historically has been a joke. All right. Ridiculous. The SEC is no better than any other conference, and I will die on this hill. Okay? To defend, and you already know what I'm going to say here, to defend the conference that my team occupies in any, for the next two minutes, um, headphone listeners, please be advised, I lost my cool a little bit here. You know what? No, I'm not even going to make a logical argument. Who has the most national championships out of every single conference in college football, baby? Alabama. Out of every single conference in college football, the SEC has the most. And I'm tired of the slander. I'm tired of it. I sat here and listened to your soapbox for the past 20 minutes. Okay? The SEC has the most college football national championships out of everybody. Woo! Woo! But out of the past six years, it's been Alabama or Georgia. Okay. They're still SEC teams. All I'm saying is you have two te- then, then then I'll go ahead and make the case that Oklahoma was the or the Big Twelve was the top team then. Cool. How many national championships have they won in the past twenty years? In the past twenty years, one. I'll say that one. All right. I'll say Big Twelve has had multiple playoff appearances and has been a national championship contender and has lost to the SEC. Two teams. That's not your conference. Three. <laughs> Three. Okay. LSU won it once in the past. 10 years. Yeah. Okay? The SEC is nothing special. Without Alabama or Georgia, you are you, you are just a normal conference. Oh, and we're getting into a fight again. I, I told you we did not have to disagree on this. I did not I'm dog not on LSU. I'm not going to stand for my conference to be disrespected and disavowed like this. Because it's never disrespected and never disavowed because they're paid. They are paid to cool. never be. You have a Big 12 team in the CFP. I have an SEC team in the it's CFP. The Big 12 team that's leaving. He's leaving. For the SEC because it's better football. It's not better football. It's better cash. They get paid $60 million a year. That's why they're leaving. That's why they're leaving. It's not because it's better football. It's because they get paid more. If it was better football, they'd, go, they'd, they'd stay because then they could be top dog every year. They could be top dog every year. They're not going to be top dog every year in the no. SEC. Number one, they're not going to be top dog when it comes to... Because it's more competitive. It is not more competitive. Don't give me that. Do not give me that. It is not more competitive. If it was more competitive, if it was more competitive... Folks, just... Texas would have won. Texas and Oklahoma should win every single... It should be a Texas-Oklahoma Big 12 championship every year. Up until this point, Texas had not been in the... Hadn't even sniffed a Big 12 title since 2009. You know the one thing that I love about our friendship? We are best friends 99.9% of the time, 
and then we start talking about SEC versus Big 12. It doesn't even have to be. It's just SEC because I'm tired of SEC constantly being touted as the best conference. You're not. You are paid the most. ESPN sleeps in bed with you, and that's why that's why it's great. <laughs> Jay is hiding currently behind the couch in the booth. I'm I am a grown man, and I will shake your hand. I will also shake your hand if I could reach it. Yeah, no, it, I have a long table. I'm sorry. Also, there will be an earbud warning because you straight up just. Uh, yeah, I did, and I apologize. Are you done? Oh, I. Here's the last thing I will say. Okay. Without Alabama or Georgia, half of those titles are taken away. Half. Florida was dominant in the early 2000s. LSU has won three this century. Okay. That's six in the past 20 years. Alabama and Georgia are combined eight in the past 10. Alabama being 6-2. Actually, I'm sorry, no. They are nine of those because Saban tied Bear Bryant with those seven championships. Without Alabama or Georgia, you would have no – you would you would still be at the top. I'll give you that, okay? You would I, – I wouldn't say at the top, top, but you would, be, you would be up there. You would be at the top. But – I know. Are you okay? <laughs> no, I think – I think I jammed my pinky. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Ow. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's fine. I deserved it. But without without those two teams, okay, who I, have on gone, I will give Saban this, and I know you hate this, okay, but without Nick Saban, you don't have those champions. You can't tout that. You can't tout no. it without Saban. No. And that kills you. It does. Okay? I Don't get me wrong. I still despise Alabama and Nick Saban and Georgia and Kirby. Do not get me wrong. I hate that Alabama and Georgia are as dominant as they are. And before you say dominant for strength of schedule or anything like that. Well, no, no, no. Well, no. Alabama I, I'm sick of. Georgia's one thing. They're relatively new. Yeah. But it's – you hate it. Because you do not like the two teams that are sitting on top of your conference, but you have to give them their flowers. For that reason, I understand and I agree with you. It's getting old. But I still love the SEC. Fair enough. I don't love the Big 12. Okay. I don't love it, but I use them, for example, because I know them really well. Yeah, and same here with the SEC. Okay. Don't love the Big 12, but that's that's that. Okay. I think we're done. We're going to have good. to edit this episode a little bit. We're, we're good. Yep. It's a very heated episode. Very, very heated episode. I am I lost my cool there for yeah, a second. You, you really did. I was I, not expecting I apologize. That. Jay, we're good now. We're, we're good now, Jay. We're down card worked. We're done. We're done. Um, real quick, though, before we get off, Army-Navy is this weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, uh, let's preview that one real quick. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to say go Army, beat Navy. I'm, go I'm, Navy, beat Army. I'm, I'm, we I'm did pick the Army. exact same thing last year. Navy's uniforms are so sick. I know nothing about either one of these teams' 
uh, with the exception that LSU blew out Army 66 to nothing. Yep. So that camouflage really worked in the end zone. Yep. Couldn't find it. Just couldn't find it. All right. Uh, for that, I am Owen Spelnick. My name's Cole Connor. Uh, be on the lookout. Be on the lookout as it is bowl season. We will pre- be previewing a few bowls each week. Um, Cole will hopefully not wreck his pinky anymore uh, for the rest of the time. But keep, be on the lookout. And thank you for listening to the Panther Pod.